pain has reached epidemic proportions in America. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. This is Aches and Gains. Dr. Paul Christo is one of America's leading experts on relieving pain. He's board-certified, Harvard-trained, and a pain medicine specialist at Johns Hopkins. U.S. News and World Report ranks him as a top doctor and among the top 1% in the nation for pain management. Becker's Review selected him as one of the 70 best pain management physicians in America. He's listed as a super doctor for the Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia area. Aches and Gains is a weekly talk show covering all aspects of pain and pain relief. The human impact is real. Older adults, children, and even infants struggle to cope with pain. But there's hope, and there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. The show offers compelling stories about people who found relief. We share cutting-edge treatments from contributing experts, and we offer ways to help people cope with their pain. Welcome to the show. If you have musculoskeletal pain, especially in the neck or low back, if you have headaches or arthritis, then consider a distinctive approach to pain relief called Feldenkrais. It transforms unhealthy movements and postures into ones that promote comfort and ease. Because the Feldenkrais method is gentle, it's a low-risk manipulative therapy for older adults. In fact, studies have shown that both mobility and balance in older adults can benefit. When we're injured, our patterns of movement can change and can prolong the chronic pain we suffer. The Feldenkrais method may prove to be a way we can alleviate this pain by re-engaging the mind and the body to achieve our innate capacity for graceful and efficient movement. Christine, our first guest, describes how she substantially reduced her neck, shoulder, and arm pain after five months of practicing Feldenkrais. Then Guild Certified Practitioner Paris Kern takes us through the method and shows just how we can relieve pain with efficient ways of positioning our body. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, Purdue Pharma, Teva Pharmaceuticals, Millennium Laboratories, Atlantis Health Group, Boston Scientific, and DepoMed Incorporated. For live online listening to Aches and Gains, please go to paulchristomd.com. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. If you have any questions or comments for Dr. Christo, please email him at achesandgains at gmail.com. Christine is a research nurse working with oncology, ALS, which is also known as Lou Gehrig's disease, and heart failure patients. Her neck, shoulder, and arm pain became so extreme that she thought surgery was the only answer. And then she was introduced to the Feldenkrais method, and it changed her life. Christine, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Talk to us about what happened while you were kayaking. Sure. Um, my husband and I went to visit our son who lives in the Caribbean. Oh, nice. We went uh, for what seemed like was going to be a quick little kayaking excursion about 20 minutes out to a neighboring island in, in the Atlantic. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, a storm came in. And so we were stuck out there a lot longer than anyone anticipated, mm-hmm. longer than I was up to doing physically. Yeah. So there were high swells, high waves, and uh, we were stuck out there paddling for a very long time. Wow. And that's how I injured my shoulder originally. When you had it imaged, or I think you had an x-ray, what did it show? Well, essentially, he said that I'd had a rotator cuff injury. Okay. So I've had physical therapy. Actually, at that time, I did postpone being seen. I was kind of consumed at the time by being a, a caregiver yeah. for a family member. Mm-hmm. And I waited several months. When I eventually went, 
I did go to PT regularly and it improved, but, but never went to 100% improvement in terms of my strength. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped going after I regained flexibility and range of motion. Yeah. When you say you had shoulder pain, where was it exactly? Over the shoulder blade and between the shoulder blade and my spine and then down my left arm. I had significant pain in the arm. Mm -hmm. It would take my breath away. Wow. And you mentioned before that you had neck pain. How did that develop? I asked my primary care provider if we could do an MRI. Mm -hmm. And it turned out there was a torn muscle and torn ligament in the shoulder. Wow. And I had bulging discs in my neck. Wow. Did the pain affect your ability to sleep? Absolutely. When the pain was at its worst, I got maybe three hours of sleep per night. Well, I have a lot of patients who tell me that pain prevents them from sleeping or wakes them up from sleep, and it can be extremely destructive. Christine, how did your neck, shoulder, and arm pain impact your ability to do just the the little things in life? I mean, the everyday things. When the pain would have said it's worse, Mm -hmm. I was having difficulty driving. Just gripping the steering wheel was problematic. Wow. I could not drive through the bank to the teller because I couldn't reach my arm out to do that. I couldn't get mail out of the mailbox with my left arm. Wow. I couldn't raise my arm past chest height. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things that go with that, like unhooking a bra, washing your hair, mm-hmm. putting dishes away at home in the evening. Absolutely. A lot of limitations that resulted. What kind of changes occurred to your to your balance, your posture, your flexibility from the injury and the pain? My posture became worse as the pain was worse yeah. because I was in this guarding mode, mm-hmm. felt a little less steady, a little more unsure of myself, definitely less flexibility. Everything sort of locked up. That's how it felt. And I bet that was tough. But then you found the Feldenkrais method. How did you discover it? After that re-injury occurred, I went to see an acupuncturist, and she said that she would recommend that I see Paris Kern, who is a Feldenkrais practitioner. Uh I'd heard of Feldenkrais before, but I really didn't know what was involved. And she said, you really need to try this so that you know you've tried everything before you have that surgery. Yeah, well, that makes complete sense to me. I know you tried a muscle relaxant or a couple muscle relaxants, as well as a pain medicine called tramadol, neither of which were particularly helpful for you. And then you tried some acupuncture, which you did find helpful, as well as some massage therapy, which was beneficial. Although it seems like none of these therapies really just did the trick. When we come back from the break, we'll talk to Christine about what an actual Feldenkrais session is all about. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, the global leader in medical technology, alleviating pain, restoring health, and extending life for millions of people around the world. Teva, the leading global pharmaceutical company committed to increasing access to high-quality health care by developing, producing, and marketing affordable generic medicines, as well as innovative and specialty pharmaceuticals. Millennium Laboratories, a leader in the science of toxicology and pharmacogenetics, is transforming the way healthcare professionals monitor and manage their patients' medication therapy. Through the use of advanced technology supported by research and education, Millennium helps practitioners personalize care for patients. For more information, please visit www.millenniumlabs.com. Welcome back. We're here with Christine, who suffers from neck pain, shoulder pain, and arm pain. She tried a couple of, uh, actually more than a couple of therapies that really weren't helping her gain control of her life. She found Feldenkrais, and now she's going to describe what her first session was like. I think first she looked at me, had me stand, and 
you know, just observed me yeah. and then had me lie on the table fully closed and which was difficult for me because I was in so much pain yeah. and she started to layer uh, pieces of foam under my left side, my affected side until I could lie there in reasonable comfort. Yeah. I was, I was in terrible pain. By then my arm had wasted quite a lot. The skin was really hanging. I'd lost a lot of muscle tone. Function was definitely decreased. Mm-hmm. And as I lay there, she continued to look and maybe push or touch my body and see how my body would re- move in response to that. Yeah. Um, whether things seemed stiff or would move with the pushing, not tough pushing, just gentle pushing. Mm -hmm. And she was observing that physical response and looking at how I was holding myself and moving. The session lasted about an hour. She gave me a little instruction before I left, and that was as I would turn my head that I should drop that shoulder on the side that I turned to. So I couldn't remember anything else. I should do that. Was it, I mean, it sounds pretty easy on the body and easy to learn. It's very gentle. It's looking at the whole person. You're not an arm. You're not a shoulder. You're not a neck or whatever. <laughs> right. It's your whole body system, how it works together. And there's no pain introduced, you know, unintended pain that comes from stretching and doing range of motion or traction or lifting weights. Right. It's really relearning how to move so that you don't elicit pain. So you're not guarding as much, which was very important for me because I was making it worse with the guarding. Yeah, you know, I think the idea of Feldenkrais is to relearn patterns of movement in a way that helps us uh, improve how we function in life, really, at work and, and in recreation. Christine, what's the difference between the two facets of Feldenkrais, that is the functional integration session and the awareness through movement session? Functional integration is what I was describing before, where you lie on the table fully closed and the practitioner is observing and moving, touching your body, um, gently guiding it so that it has uh, greater movement with greater ease. Mm -hmm. Awareness through movement are exercises that you do normally on the floor, although you could do some standing, and you are moving in uh, a way that's guided by the practitioner who's there in person or in a class or sometimes on a CD. I've done these at home. Yeah. You are doing movements that are very small and quietly so that you are tuning in to exactly what the movement is in your body and your mm-hmm. brain is getting this message. Oh, okay. I can move this way and it doesn't cause pain this way with greater ease. Yeah, exactly. And technically speaking, uh, I think Feldenkrais then improves our, our kinesthetic and proprioceptive self-awareness so we can transform unhealthy movements and postures into ones that, that are healthy, that promote comfort and ease and pain relief. Christine, tell us how many sessions did you have before you started to recognize that this was going to work for you? Pretty early on. I would say definitely within the first two weeks, I knew we were getting somewhere. That's great. That's pretty quick, too. Uh, Christine, about how much total relief have you had in your neck, shoulder, and arm? I would say 98%. Wow. It's dramatic. It's really dramatic. That's wonderful to hear. And about how long did it take you to get there? Five months in all where I was getting uh, treatment. Mm -hmm. By then, I was feeling much better. 
able to return to my regular schedule at work and able to reach things on cupboards in my kitchen and go to the drive through bank and that sort of thing. That's fantastic. And what's so encouraging to hear is that you not only had good pain relief, but you had a huge improvement in function. I'm able to do what I did before. I'm sure that's made a big difference in your life. It's wonderful. You mentioned earlier that uh, you had decreased flexibility, that your posture had worsened, and that you were a little unsteady. Has that changed? My posture, balance is much improved. Uh Uh, Flexibility is definitely better in that range of motion of that arm. Not 100% yet, but I can definitely get that arm behind my back now, which I couldn't before. Terrific. I mean, you've achieved the goal then to relearn healthy patterns of movement. What's difficult about practicing Feldenkrais? Um, I think just consistency, uh, a commitment, but there's no greater incentive than to avoid pain, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, I want to thank you so much, Christine, for joining us today on Aches and Gains. My pleasure. Thank you. Up next is Paris Kern, Feldenkrais practitioner. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Purdue Pharma, making a positive impact on healthcare and on lives, reminding everyone to safeguard medications in their home. Atlantis Health Group. Atlantis is a comprehensive multi-specialty physician group committed to enhancing the quality and process of healthcare delivery across the country. Visit AtlantisHG.com. Boston Scientific, a leader in microelectric implantable technologies used to treat chronic neuropathic pain. Welcome back. Paris Kern has taught the Feldenkrais method since 1992. She specializes in pediatric clients and equestrians. Let's find out more about her practice of Feldenkrais and how this unique approach works for pain control. Paris, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you very much. Give us an introduction to the Feldenkrais method. It really is about enhancing human functioning. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the whole person and everything that means, what's going on in their life and how they're dealing with it and what they're doing that's creating the situation that they're in and how we can engage the nervous system to change their action in the world. Right. So there's a huge integrative element, it sounds like, to what you do. Let's distill that further. How does it enhance our awareness of patterns of movement? The focus of the method is really looking for efficient movement. Uh So if I'm trying to turn my head to the left, and every time I do that, I also take my left shoulder forward. I'm doing what most would call cross-motivation. I'm not allowing the whole system, the whole skeleton to turn to the left, right. which is what would make turning my head to the left easy. If I'm trying to take my shoulders to the right and my head to the left, I'm going to have pain in my neck. And if I do that year after year after year, they're going to say, oh, you have a bad vertebra here. We have to do this. We have to do that. But if you don't address the pattern of movement that the person has developed a habit for throughout their life, they're going to keep getting the pain back. Yeah, agree. Uh, Paris, how much of the method relates to developing an enhanced awareness of how we move? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. When people come to me and they feel better after a lesson, they say, what should they do? I say, pay attention. Mm-hmm. When you're learning how to play a scale on a piano, you have to really think thumb, index finger, etc., to go in order. But then once you've done it a few times, it's just your nature and that Self-awareness is always in the background. So when you start to do something that doesn't feel easy, that doesn't feel in concert with your um, desires or the nature of your skeleton or gravity, 
you stop and go, oh, I need to do this in a nicer way. Yes, that self-awareness leads to movements that become comfortable and automatic. Who might benefit the most from Feldenkrais? People who have had an acute injury, uh-huh. and the acute injury, such as the broken wrist, has healed, but they still have pain in their shoulder or their back, perhaps from having the arm in a sling for so long. Yeah. So those situations do um, turn around very quickly with the method. The ones that are more difficult are people with fibromyalgia or um, other kind of chronic pain issues that have gone on for many years. We can improve a person's quality of life with those, but it takes longer than an acute injury. Sure. Let me ask you, a preliminary study recently in patients using Feldenkrais showed a high level of improvement for chronic headaches and musculoskeletal pain, and even a reduction uh, in medical and drug costs. Have you seen benefit in patients with, with headaches and musculoskeletal pain? Chronic headaches really do turn around because so much of what's going on with the chronic headache is postural, Mm -hmm. is perhaps something in the jaw, something in the eyes, because we look at the movement of the eyes and how the movement of the eyes is working with the rest of the skeleton. Um, So those kinds of things do turn around quite easily. How about musculoskeletal pain? Because, I mean, it seems like that would benefit the most. That, yeah, because what's going on there is, again, the cross-motivation or the trying to go in two directions at once. Yeah. If you have back pain and the muscles in the back are chronically contracted and you try and bend forward to tie your shoes, you get a back spasm because your back is saying, wait a second, I am not at my full length. You're trying to bend over, which means that the back muscles have to let go and they can't let go because they don't know how to let go. I can do something with the person to say, listen, in order to let the back muscles go, you have to let the belly relax Mm -hmm. and then the back can relax and then you can bend over. Short of, you know, a tree falling on you, (laughs) most of the pains and aches we have are our own doing. I'm glad to hear that Feldenkrais can be so helpful for musculoskeletal pain because, well, I mean, in this country, lots and lots of people suffer from muscle and bone pain. And, And I think even in Sweden, musculoskeletal disorders are the most common reasons for things like long-term sick leave and early retirement and have become a major societal problem. Paris, the scientific literature is still developing in the area of Feldenkrais, but studies show benefit for neck pain and fibromyalgia. And in fibromyalgia, it's shown pain relief, better sleep, and less fatigue. What's your experience? Fibromyalgia Hmm? takes a lot of time. So your own brain and your own nervous system can start to do what it does best, which is organize for efficient action. Uh And I can show you all the roadblocks that you have in your way, and we can remove those roadblocks. And once you become better organized, the pain is not there because the pain was there because of disorganization. Getting rid of pain from a Feldenkrais perspective is the side effect of becoming better organized. Yeah, I see. So it's enhancing, again, our awareness of how we move and finding efficient ways of positioning our body that can lead to better organization and pain relief. Uh, Paris, tell us about your experience with osteoarthritis. A big study was just done about the benefits of Feldenkrais method and osteoarthritis. Mm-hmm. And what I find with osteoarthritis is the person comes and they have either generalized arthritis throughout their joints or they might have a specific area. Mm-hmm. Now, there's the pain that's caused by the actual arthritis and calcification in the joint. But then what happens is the person will rigidify all the musculature around that joint. And that creates a muscle pain. When that stops happening and the person can start moving the joint, 
the the pain from the arthritis starts to diminish and then goes away to a great extent. Mm-hmm. And the study that you're referencing uh, that was published suggested pretty good improvements in balance for older adults with osteoarthritis of the hip. Have you seen those same benefits in balance? That's the new study I was just speaking of. Yeah. I love getting old people. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting people who have balance issues because that, that goes right to the heart of what we're dealing with, which is the nervous system. Mm-hmm. And the biggest information gatherer for a standing person is the ankle joint. We never keep that circular movement that a good ankle has. Uh-huh. And if you lose that, you lose your balance. When you're stiff, it doesn't take much to tip you over. Exactly. Uh, Paris, what kind of results have you seen in patients with osteoarthritis? Well, I've seen people get back to being able to get on the floor with their grandchildren and play. I mean, is there anything better than that? Right. A good predictor of um, health in old age is being able to get down to the floor and back up again. Great point. Also, hip flexion is extremely important. We have to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk to Paris about the two different facets of Feldenkrais. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by DepoMed Incorporated, a specialty pharmaceutical company focused on developing and commercializing products to treat pain and other central nervous system conditions. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Follow us on Twitter at Dr. Paul Christo and like us on Facebook, Aches and Gains. Welcome back. We're here speaking with Paris Kern, teacher of the Feldenkrais method. And, and Paris, tell us about the two different facets of Feldenkrais. And let's start with the functional integration session. Functional integration is the one-on-one work we do. And it's primarily hands-on. The person is fully clothed. Just through the, my touch, which is a very, very gentle touch and uh-huh. informative touch, the person can start to recognize and I take over the work of the muscles that are working in my hands Mm -hmm. and the muscles start to let go and they go, oh my goodness, I didn't realize I was holding my shoulder up by my ear. Uh And the awareness for movement is the class setting in which people will be lying on the floor and I'll lead them through a series of movements. By going through these patterns, people start to feel, gee, I didn't realize every time I was trying to bend over, I was trying to keep my chin away from my chest, and that's why I have this neck pain. Right. It's sort of like kids learning how to walk. In general, how much relief do clients get from Feldenkrais, and how many sessions are needed to see some results? 80 to 90 percent. You know, if I don't know somebody and they're asking me that question over the phone, I'll say, why don't you count our four or five sessions? Mm -hmm. If you don't feel anything after four or five sessions, maybe this isn't for you. Well, you know, that's a large amount of relief, and I think it's mainly sustained through the development of awareness. When we have people who really stick with this stuff or people who go through training programs, we find people change jobs, people get out of bad relationships, people can start relationships. Well, it's almost like you're coming to a new realization of yourself. And Paris, uh, it seems like the major objective of Feldenkrais is to become really a self-directed learner who will manage your own health problems. Yeah. If you want the pain to change, if you want your breathing to improve, I can't change you. You have to do the changing. Exactly. I mean, I try to do the same thing. That is patient or, or client empowerment. Let's talk about the cost. What is the cost of the private session, which is known as the functional integration session, and then the classes, which are known as the awareness through movement sessions? 40 to 150 or $200 would be for a one-on-one session. And the classes usually run between 
five and fifteen dollars uh-huh. per session, depending on who's teaching it and their experience and what their overhead is. Sure, that's pretty reasonable. And is it covered by insurance? Not in the state of Maryland. In other states, it's covered. And in Europe, you know, it's like, well, yeah, of course, Feldman Crisis is covered. <laughs> sure. Unfortunately, we're out of time. So what's important for us to remember about Feldenkrais? If pain changes, it can always improve. Uh Nobody knows what tomorrow is going to bring. So why don't we be optimistic and look and see where we can find a little improvement, and then we build on that improvement. All of a sudden you go, gee, I haven't had a headache in three days. Right, and thank you, Paris, for joining us today on Aches and Gains. Thank you very much. For more information, go to www.feldenkrais.com. The views and opinions expressed in this radio program are solely the views of Dr. Paul Christo and do not necessarily express the views of this radio station and Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, nor an endorsement by any or all of them of any of its content. This show provides medical information, not advice. Please consult your personal physician before engaging in any course of treatment or use of any of the techniques or products discussed on this show. Discussion of particular uses of products on this show have not been approved by any of the manufacturers of such products. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Aches and Gains is produced by Tom Blair and Ty Ford. Elsa Langford is the technical consultant and engineer. Dr. Paul Christo is the executive producer. Thanks for listening. This is Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo.